Hey, wait. Don't do it. 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 It's the OK Podcast! I hope that went yep. through. Came through. Yeah! Yeah, I can see the wave through. Wave yes. wave. Why, why am I the most quiet one of all of us? Am I? No. I'm wait, the furthest one away from the mic. No, wait. Paul's just really loud. <laughs> all right, wait. Hold on. What episode is this? This oh, Is this 20? 20? No, it's past 20, I thought. Is it really? 24? I thought this was like 23. Ah, oh, Jimmy World. One of my favorite songs. Bro, what Jimmy, episode Jimmy is Eat this? World? This is twenty-two. I know. Twenty-two, though. Why? Because it's it's a terrible time of the week. I got work and stuff. Whatever. I know. I, I thought about it. We're gonna All right, go so to when we were young, fest. I didn't tell you guys it's this. It's not real. I know it's. It's not actually. Real. It, it probably is real. You think it's real, it's fest? Just, no, I think it's real. Uh, I just don't foresee it being a good thing. For one, middle of pandemic, so like people are going to get scared. You know, like people that sure, impulse yeah. bought. Some people might two, actually Vegas, have COVID. Two hundred and thirty dollars so. tickets, or sorry, two hundred and twenty-four and some change. Correct. Yeah. And they're non-refundable for any reason whatsoever, including Correct. festival cancellation. Uh, a handful of bands didn't know they were playing until the day it was announced. Oh wow! Also, how are you going to get that many bands in three stages for That's twelve like hours? Twelve minutes apiece. Yeah. Well, what if it's just a warehouse and they're just playing a, a, a playlist of all those bands on Spotify? Surprise! It's actually just emo night in Vegas. I That's would. All it is. Oh man, this might this might lose me some some emo cred, but <laughs> I've never had it. Uh, wait, <laughs> wait, wait! I only want to see like. Three of those bands. You can eat it. <laughs> which three, though? No, which three? Let's give oh, him let's give He's going to say Boys up. Like Girls. Let's pull it up. I'd, I'd like to see Boys Like Girls. For yeah. sure. Oh, For I sure. Why. I sent Martin a, a, a message on Instagram. I was like, hey, dude, that's sick. He's like, can we open? No, I'm just kidding. We're not. Martin, we're not we'll open. Hold on. Let's look it up. I'm take, it's <laughs> taking it. Can you imagine all these elder emos? are like, who the hell are those guys? <laughs> the, the oh, oh what? dang. I, okay, I don't have a. We do have a very okay. So really, I would just like to see boys like girls. Like I know that those other bands are great, but Bro, I've Hawthorne se- Heights is playing. I've never I've in my life knowingly ingested Hawthorne Heights. Like I've heard their music for sure, but I don't know who they are. <laughs> Legitimately, Bro, I used I mean, to like. Fair. I okay. So you have to understand the the when I started liking music. I used to listen to "This Is Who We Are" every morning when I was getting ready for school. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure I've heard it right. But yeah. when I started liking music, I was so, and I'm still, I'm still so narrow. Sorry, is it becoming who we are? And I didn't know that we these great, that. you know, like, what did they call it? The neon era, right? Like, that th- this was such a thing. It was a big be- thing. Because I wasn't, or I didn't know about it. I was in it. Yeah. And yes, but, you did. You were like, my older brother likes this crappy say, wait, music. Aren't that's you guys related? It. That was it. That was the only frame of reference I had. Is like, oh, yeah, my older brother listens to some of that stuff. I was listening to like Rascal Flats at the time. It's you know, so I was sad. like, so I was stuck on Rascal so Flats. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. I used to listen to The Silence in Black and White, and If Only Which You Were Lonely, cold. like one of those albums every morning when I was getting ready because it was just screamy and heavy enough sure. to get me ready for the day. But it was also kind of, as, as, a, as a, an emo, it was also chill enough and smooth enough to kind of ease me out of being sleepy. And emo. You enough. know what I was listening to while you guys were listening to that stuff? I was listening to No Name Face by Lifehouse. <laughs> well, it's a good album. I mean, it's good a great album, album, but but I was just such a not part of that scene that when I'm seeing all these bands, I'm like, that'll be great for everyone that was that in likes them at them. that time. <laughs> yeah, Zach's it's like true. that'll be great for everybody but me. Like I I love Boys Like Girls uh, mainly because I'm a big fan of Martin Johnson as a songwriter musician, but uh, like I didn't start listening to Boys Like Girls until 20. 
21 yeah, or something like, like that. Like, yeah. No joke, though. Like, blue burns orange and then speeding up the octaves, those, like, make me think about getting ready in the morning. Like, literally yeah. make me think about it. That's a, good way to, that's a good way to transition, right? So, like, I'll take the heat for this one. I know you guys love those bands and respect them, and I respect them, and I'm sure I would love them. I just don't know them, right? Yeah, for those of you that are thinking about not becoming fans of ours, we do like emo music. Yes, we I'm just, sorry. We tolerate Zach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this many times. I am like the... I, I got some cool qualities, just I guess. Zach's great. I, if we add people to the band, right? It's like John's been playing bass. John's a cool guy. John's cool. John. Cool uh, but if we decide John, to add cool. in like a tr- trumpet player or something, we're not going to have a trumpet player. Oh, Scott. Let's go, Scott. Let's start a Scott side project. But please. I'm the least amount of cool that you're allowed to be <laughs> to be in the band. I mean, all right. That's so if standard, another guy comes in and you're like, yeah, what do you think of those bands? You're like, never heard of a man. Why? <laughs> I don't know why he sounds My like favorite. Oh. So I'm, you, you see how all like black piercings, got a big spiky jacket. Yeah. My favorite spiky. is when people are like, "Oh, you're in a band? What kind of music is it?" It's <laughs> yeah, it's never what they expect me to say. I'm like, "Oh, it's like like '80s throwbacks, kind of like new wave. It's got some, you know, like 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 if an '80s pop rock band was here today, and they're like, oh, they're like, oh, yeah. okay, and then I'm I wonder then they're expecting me to be like, but we sing about Satan." Oh, yeah. Okay, so th- that's the opposite end of the spectrum. So I'm as uncool as people are allowed to be. Nick Paul's is as, super cool, yeah, and I'm scary. Well, Paul is as crazy as people are allowed Correct. to be. Correct. Yeah, and I Nick, would say Nick's got the cool. Nick is as goth as people are allowed to be. <laughs> Nick's our resident goth. Oh, I got to tell you guys this. So I have been. So I did a tattoo for a Nintendo Switch. Okay. Um, I have a Switch Lite. You tattooed a Switch on somebody? No, no, no. I tattooed, and that was my... my that would be it. I traded, I traded a small tattoo for a Nintendo Switch they weren't going to play anymore. And I'll tell you, That's one of my amazing. absolute favorite games to play ever is Animal Crossing. But it's hilarious because my, my Switch Lite is yellow. Mm-hmm. So a big, big scary goth dude sitting there playing Animal Crossing on a yellow <laughs> Switch Lite. Animal Crossing is It's such so a good fun. game. I hear it's and a good game. Have, you, have you taken a dive into any of the custom uh, designs you can make? Yes, I made Tanjiro's kimono from Demon Slayer. Okay. <laughs> I made Zenitsu's kimono from Demon Slayer. Yeah. I made Naruto's hoodie. Um, and I made, uh, I made I made my battle jacket. Wow. Yeah, you took yeah. that a different direction. I just made like the OK merch. That was my first yeah, thought. Yeah, <laughs> sick. Branding. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I like it. No, I like my it. character looks like me. Like has, has the green streak in the oh, hair nice. and everything. How'd you pull that off? Uh, you have to do green on your hair and then wear a hat. Oh. oh, I dig it. So here's my original question. Looks like me with a beanie on. I love it. What song to this day reminds you of waking up for school? That. Yeah, well, you already got Nick's. Well, so that, there's so many, man, because, like, I can play, all right, can we do band? Yeah, sure, what band, what, that's a good, that's a let's broader do, let's question. Let's do what, three we'll, bands because, like. Three bands that remind you of getting up for school. Of getting up for school. Hawthorne Heights. Okay. The Devil Wears Prada. Mm. And All Time Low's uh, um, Nothing Personal album. Mm. Just that album. Because All Time Low is a band. Like, all of their stuff doesn't make me think about that. But uh, Weightless is, was still like a – like, senior year – was like the transition for that coming out for me. So like, that's such. A good I got song. to listen to Weightless as like my getting ready for my senior year song. Yeah, which was 
maybe it's not my weekend, but it's going to be my year. Like mm. that, that was inspiration. Thank you, all time low. You were talking senior Respect. year. Hold on, I have to make yeah, a there quick we go. interjection here. We talked about John already. Uh, shout out to John. John was supposed to be here with us for the podcast John. and for the ensuing fun randomness that we're gonna. I yeah, guess, yeah. We're gonna go, uh, you Can't know, paint the town red that. or whatever later paint on. Paint the but, town beige. Uh, he couldn't be here. Uh, hope you're doing all right, John, and and we'll see you soon. Hopefully, you know. Anyway, that's it. Don't want to put his business out there, but he was supposed to be here and is not. So, respect. Um, respect. Uh, I don't know, Paul. Getting ready for school. Man, Three bands. this is tough, bro. Because there was so many. Like there, there wasn't one that I was like, "This is a go-to." It kind of changed a lot. That's like I said, did, band. I did have a Hawthorne Heights. Yeah, for sure. But it was like it was just the hits, though. It was like like I would listen to uh, Ohio's for Lovers and saying sorry, like back. Bro, to back. I had like saying sorry was like the most cliche almost like lame like lyrics but it was but so that, good that, and it was so emo it was that, like uh, what is it is it the pre-chorus or the chorus guitar ver- guitar riff it's like bad band band yep yep that was yep. so good dude it was great it was freaking great so that was part of it uh R- R- i definitely Casey. had like a as i lay dying get up in the morning and just listen to metalcore which was great like 94 hours it was just it was great. See, that was me with Devil Wears Prada, Prada because man. also like with Roots Above and Branches Below, like so one, good. Of, one of their like most palatable albums. Like if you want to get into that band, listen 100%. to that one first. Listen to that one first because yeah. then you can go. That was like their median. That's like what they sound like, and then they've got different branches from that. But like yep. listening to that album was just like. But then wolf. when I started getting into like you know indie stuff and whatever, like. Manchester Orchestra's first couple albums were mm-hmm. like I would listen to them just because mm-hmm. I was like I can't believe I like this because all I listened to was like pop punk and metal and I was like these guys are really good. Do you? I ask this not as someone who's taken a dive into the, Manchester Orchestra is one of those bands that I have a couple times been compared vocally to. Mm-hmm. You guys hear that at all? Nope. No. Not Who really. Someone maybe their later stuff kind of. But sure. not the earlier stuff. Yeah. Someone and I don't hear it a lot. Good. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, but I mean, take comments. They're very, yeah, they're Andy a Hall's great band. It was a while I, ago, but someone compared your voice to something, and I was like, excuse me? What? You know what our mom has always said is that my voice sounds like one of the old school crooners, and I've never heard that. Oh. And, like, well, I respect I that opinion, to. but, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was never, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's worse old, things that could be said. Old blue eyes. Over I was there. never old blue eyes. That's the thing. So I your eyes are brown. <laughs> maybe it's just the facial expressions or something. I don't know. But it's just anyway, the overall swag. Really, they just compared me to the great overall song, swag. You know? Correct. Can we wear overalls? Correct. Oh man, I can't wait to get Timbo. And start wearing oh, overalls. I miss Timbo. Timbo. Yeah, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get a pair of Carhartt bibs. <laughs> Dude, do it, bro. Coveralls. We got do the, it. We got the like the from the Christmas story. I can't or he's put my he arms can't move down. his arms. <laughs> <laughs> you just wrap them like that. Yes. Um, anyway, did you do three. Uh, yeah, those were three. There's like a ton more. I mean, Under Oath was in there. Don't lie to you me. Know. You listen to all of Aaron Gillespie's stuff every morning. I know you did. Well, I did have a phase where I did listen to Southern Weather just like all day, every day. But I love Southern Weather. I mean, I was I was graduated when uh, Monster came out. See, I got a. You're on Spotify. Yeah, I gotta send you this playlist that I made called Please Just do. a Phase. It's like 19 hours long at the moment. Ah, <laughs> that I love it. like a long phase. I love it, dude. That'd be great. <laughs> but I, see, see, the thing is, like that, the music stuck 
with me. It, it's yeah. it, and honestly, it's so it's, it's so sad. But it's literally like when we we're making fun of like our parents and their friends for listening to Boston in the early two thousands. Okay, I type love crap. Boston. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the the now amount of we're time still, we're still listening to yeah. I set my friends on fire in twenty twenty two. Like the amount of time between Boston <laughs> and when we were kids was not that long. Yeah, but and now we're looking at spans of literally almost twenty years, and we're like, "That's we're that's not that long ago," you know? Yeah, yeah. To think about how many albums turned twenty in like two years is like fascinating to me. Like Dude. they're only chasing Savage by Undroth is going to be twenty years old in twenty twenty four. Was it uh, like, what? Tell all your friends. Yeah, that turned twenty this year, right? That's scary, right? Yeah, it, like, that one what? and uh, um, dude. Well, there's another one that didn't make like what your favorite weapon is older than that. Oh yeah, because that was two thousand. Because those are those are like sister albums. Yeah. One of them was written, and the other one was written in response. I don't remember. Yep, I had a blink phase in the morning too, though. Like when I first got into them, "Take the, Off Your Pants I and Jacket" was my phase. favorite like album. Would you say? And I "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." It's my favorite album. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's the name of the album. Yeah, I think I've heard it. It's the name it's of the, the album. name of the album. I'm not trying to give commands here, but anyway. The first song, Anthems Part 2, that it, it worked up your tube. It just made me go to school and be like, yeah, nobody tell me what to do. <laughs> All this crap, it's your fault, teacher lady. So it was great. The only one that I never really movies. got, like, because I, I love Blink. Of course. But the lyric where they talk about heavy, heavy metalers, and they're talking yeah. about their, their hair bands. Yeah. That was one of those things where I was like, but I like metal. <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway. Um, so let's go through the... The history right here. So I started with uh, Rascal Flats on like a portable CD player. Because of Zach, I have seen Rascal Flats live. Yeah. Here's the thing: is they, they they slaughter a, a live show. I've they heard are, that. Woo. I've heard that. They are monstrous. They're, they're very good. Hey, I, I'd open for them. Whether or not you like them or hate them, I you know. Like my thing is, his, he's got such a character, unique voice, and it's not it's not something that I can listen to all the time. But as sure. as a as a band. And from a musician standpoint, even if you don't like country, like if you're if you can appreciate musicianship, they're a killer. Yeah, they were good. So started out there, and then I remember there was a phase of listening to uh, "Simple and Clean" from the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack hmm. because we yeah, had these yeah, things yeah. called "Play It Now." So do you remember those, Paul? Bro, "Play It Now" core memory it was, unlocked. It was literally like an mp3 player that could hold maybe four or five songs oh, it could, it could yeah. hold like 15 minutes worth of audio sure but you yeah. had to plug it in and record it in real time yeah like a tape you know like so you had a nick was actually a master of this you you would you had it perfected to like all right plug it in hit record all right you're like okay i know that song's gonna keep going keep going all right song's over and yeah, see, would, the thing is you couldn't hear it yeah. because you're plugging into the headphone jack yeah and so that's how you recorded it on there but anyway, I had Simple and Clean on my Play It Now, and I think I would listen to that. But yeah. then What's funny is we, we, uh, we recorded that through your portable TV. Yeah, the one with the VHS yeah, on we, the front. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. were playing Kingdom Hearts, and we would start the intro music and record it through that. That's so cool. great. And so then getting into like really when I wanted to listen to music a lot, you know, beyond my Rascal Flats face, and I credit, you know, Props to Rascal Flats. They got me into th to really appreciating music, music, not just being like, oh, that's on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about, like, For why sure. do I like that song? And so I went through a life house, house phase, but uh, I, don't, I don't really feel like I, other than just being obsessed with them, they weren't, like, my go-to in the morning. So, like, fast forward, fast forward. Eventually, I get to this point where I'm listening to a ton of the fray. Mm. And I feel like, uh, 
I listened to the fray from like freshman year. It was earlier than that. Definitely like eighth grade all the way through forever, right? And so yeah. the fray for sure. We're I starting can, back earlier than I thought. Like I was just giving you high school bands. Okay, so then high school, I'll count Rascal Flats as probably that first one. But I also had Dang. a Matchbox 20 face, mm. and but so, I had a huge... About a big thing here, because like yeah. in, in middle school, like I was listening to My Chemical Romance and Green Day every morning. Mm. Yeah, so it's strictly the morning. For whatever reason, I only listened to them in the afternoons, but I was really big into Motion City soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, just the Because Nick had... It was literally just whatever Nick could convince me. How to, to Save to a Life, a and Even If It Kills Me. Even If It Kills Me. Oh, are gosh. the two albums that Zach had, because so I was so like, good. listen to these. And so yeah. I listened to but. Uh, morning songs when I went through obviously the fray and then Rascal Flats early on but my last one I mentioned is Maroon 5 and again love it or hate it they're good especially their first couple albums agreed fantastic mm. but I got uh, it won't be soon before long from like a thrift shop bro thrift you shop. used to be able to go buy baller CDs from this little local thrift shop for like 25 cents a piece. That's where we got yourself and someone like you by Matchbox. Yeah, that one We got was that awesome. back in the like long time ago and that was one of the like awakening moments as a guitar player. Hmm. When I went through one of my first like real true thought I was in love but it didn't work out kind of heartbreaks like that kind of thing. I had just Sing, started listening to Damn Moon. to Yourself. What's that? Singing Damn to Yourself? No, not not that one. The the one on, uh, gosh, what's the, it won't be soon before long, Maroon 5, right? Mm -hmm. oh. And Adam Levine's over there being like Adam Levine and singing about like, yeah, you left, you, you uh, now I'm sleeping alone and stuff. I'm like, yeah, me too. But like, I'm a teen, it's not like, <laughs> I don't know what the heck, you know, like I don't right. have references for that. Better Maroon than we 5 break. is, what's that? Is it better that we break? Oh man, all of the songs, any of the breakup songs on those first couple records, I was just blasting them full volume every morning. Like, I'll get through this. She doesn't love me. Like, man, I'm not. So, sometimes, like, a good, like, hurt your feelings album is something that you need. Like, yeah. earlier when I was going through some, some tough times, uh, just a while ago, Paul sent me friggin' letters to our former selves. Yep. And I was like, I hate you, but I can't stop listening. Right? <laughs> We were we spent like three weeks just texting each other. Like, bro, lyrics, this is like, so good. Have you listened to their new stuff? No, I haven't. I'm oh gonna, I need man, to. keepsakes and reminders. I'm gonna do it. I'll put it on the list tonight. Yeah. But anyway, that was it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I think I stuck with Maroon Five the all the way like, until I went to college. And like, if I you just, look at my old to. personal Instagram, because all that I do is I'm. And that's why I don't respond to you guys on like the messenger on Instagram because you don't like us. No, because I'm not on Instagram on that one anymore. Like you gotta, you gotta send feeling. it. To, you gotta send it to my tattoo one because that's okay. the one I use all the time. Good now. to you know. You have to send it to his finsta. My finsta. Ooh. Um, but remember yeah. that yeah. in like 2014. Yeah, so or like whatever. on that one, you can actually look back and look at all the different uh, guitar player influences that I had. Mm. I actually listed them at one point. Hold on. <gasps> Wait. Yeah. Okay. Wait a you, minute. Let me. Let me. Paul, pull you that talk up, by yourself, cool. and then. Yeah, you know. So. No. Paul's like, whatever. I went to Zaxby's, and man, it was. Wonderful. Gosh, I got it's been some a while since I posted here. that. And uh, oh. you know, I got the big cup because big sweet tea because I'm in the south and that's what you do. Oh yeah, we're we're all you know we're like in the same room. If you guys didn't figure that out yet, so it's not pulling up. It won't load. There it is. It's pretty great. Good to be back in the south. I don't know how south the south Kentucky, in Kentucky uh, really is, but it's cool. There it is. 
All right, so yeah. starting very south. starting very first guitar player that I was ever like, I want to play like that dude was Benji Madden from Good Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Isn't he like an MMA fighter now or something? Is he? Everyone's or, an MMA fighter now. I thought he was for a little bit. No, this I'm, I'm talking like them. black and pink Liberty Spikes, yeah, Telecaster dude. swung to your freaking ankles. Lifestyles like, of the Rich and the Famous, baby. Yes. No, even before that, Waldorf Worldwide. Dang, yep, yep, yep. Worldwide oh, what? True. Them, all right. So, and then Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play like him. Um, right after that was uh, Patrick Stump mm. from Fallout Boy. <laughs> Not that I didn't want to play like Joe Troman, but but Patrick Stump. But Patrick Stump, he like the swag that he has when he's playing. Yeah, bro. And then like, I completely skipped over my whole metal phase where I was like. Like in this picture, like I didn't talk about that. <laughs> this was 2015. Who was it though? Um, there were a couple of them. Honestly, it was full bands because okay. I didn't want to pick apart their because like you had like two or three guitar players in every band. It's true, and they were and they all would just, just switch off playing it. Like, yeah. I wanted to play like the guys from Devil Wears Prada. Yep, I wanted to play like the dudes from uh, um, I'm blanking on their name. Escape the Fate. Mm. Um. Old Escape to Fate. Old Escape to Fate. I wanted to play like the homies from Chiodos. Like mm. their their freaking guitar oh. playing was killer. But then I had like um, Johnny Buckland from Coldplay, uh, James Duke, and then I had Adam Hahn from the 1975. Nice respect. But like you could see, like I went, I was like punk, 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 or sorry, punk, punk, pop, punk, and then I was like indie. I love it. I. Uh, in it looks like May of 2020, there was a, a a trend going around. I think primarily Facebook, where it was supposed to be 10 straight days where you post an album that changed your life. Yeah, yeah no one ever tagged me in that, <laughs> so I was like, fine, I don't want to be yeah, your friends did, anyways. I, no one tagged me, but I did my own. But I didn't do 10 posts. I was like, that's so annoying. So I just did one post of actually it looks like 16 albums, but. So I couldn't narrow it down. If I, Dude, I, 10 was so hard. I don't know if you guys saw this, but... 20 would have been easier. To me, this makes perfect sense of why I ended up being the kind of musician I am. Here we go. So mm-hmm. I'll just, real quick, Andy Grammer's first record, Band of Horses, I think it was their first record, it's Cease called to Cease begin. to Begin, yeah. X and Y by Coldplay. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Fray by The Fray uh, <clears throat> is called Sweeter by Gavin DeGraw. Mm-hmm. No Name Face by Lifehouse. Remember that one? Here's one that's that's really new to me anyway. Like, I didn't, again, I didn't listen to the main back when everyone else listened to the main originally, right? Uh, but they have a huge fan base still to this day. So, Lovely Little Lonely. That song, that album really changed my entire life trajectory. So good. Won't Be Soon Before Long by Maroon 5. Uh, Yourself or Someone Like You, Matchbox 20, Even If It Kills Me, Motion City Soundtrack. Uh, Who I Am by Nick Jonas and the Administration. That is probably on, the most come on, Nick. Yeah, one of the most underrated albums of all time because I, I think it was released on Disney still, but so it's, good. It's just ripping that guitar apart. Uh, okay, the Night right. Game, obviously. The Night Game by The mm. Night Game. Uh, Ocean Eyes by Al City, which I mean, by, I'm sticking to by it. Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the way it was by Parachute. Uh, oh, let's oh, see. The first script album, just the script. Oh. And so then good. the soundtrack to the movie The Rocker. <laughs> oh, yeah. because of what's his name's songs on there? Ch- well, the guy that composed that it all is Chad Fisher. Did you put this back on me? So anyway, yeah, not, not that, that 
you know, you, I, you know, made you guys suffer through that. But no, that was great. If you add up all of those albums, I feel like you definitely just get this type of stuff that I write. Yeah. Yeah. How long have we been talking about musical influences? That's kind of a weird. I mean, like, I don't care. This is great. As a band, I don't know that we've yeah. had a podcast like this. No. Which is I like weird. Where this is going because we're a band. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, we're a band. We don't talk yes. a lot about music. Whoa. Oh, uh, we are a band. What I. Well, okay, Nick. Real quick, guitar- oh, I ahead, have one. Ahead. I have one more sort of musical shout out. What? what? He did guitar influences. I want to hear your influences. Oh, my influences music, you from know, music like instrumentally. Stuff? Okay, yeah. hold on. Give me a second. But we can circle back. Guitar I found someone that you wanted to play. Like I went through a slash yeah, phase I got, when I first picked up guitar. I could, but see I think that. everybody went through that. Everybody's like, "Oh, I want to learn how to play like that." Yeah. I found someone that I think is amazing today, and then oh and then later in life because I always loved their their music. But it was after they had already kind of done their thing and they were like, people were like, come back, come back. Frank Iero mm-hmm. is a, a genius of a guitar player. I've heard that a lot. He is an absolute genius. I want to share this guy. Okay. Uh, this popped up on actually our Instagram's explore page, but then I went on mine because I wanted to, to oh, rave no. about it. Uh, the guy's name is Wild Jimbo. On Instagram, just wild, like all wild Jimbo. Already. Wild Jimbo, he is a banjo player among other things. Okay, and he did a duet with someone on TikTok. Uh, it's there's uh, a lady, but it's not that I don't want to promote her, but that wasn't the whole point. She did kind of like one of those things that bands are doing now, where they'll, they'll sing like the chorus, and they'll be like, "All right, you make up something for this next verse." Uh-huh. And this dude destroys it on the banjo like just wipes the floor with all other people with his this banjo solo that he does it's so good not because it's like like it's not that kind of thing yeah it's like just so how'd that go guys we need a banjo in a song <laughs> beautiful uh, i'll play this after we're off no. mic because i don't want to if we ever want to play in it's, Texas, it's not, we, have we have rights to, to it in the band that's fine i'm down but uh, yeah, we'll, you, get a we'll have to show you guys this. But yeah, yeah, everyone I go check out banjo solo. Wild Jimbo. Wild Jimbo. Even though oh, like that. he's Jimbo. definitely more famous than merch. us right now. I want a Wild Jimbo T-shirt. Um, or a gu- bandana. You talking guitarists that I wanted to play like, or I mean singers that I wanted to sing? You know like? what? Zach's such a multi instrumentalist. Yeah. Um. Okay. We'll do a, We'll do the trifecta here, right? Well, actually, we do the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, let's do it. Bass. I never because I I play bass. Okay, right. You guys know this, but just to explain, like, I play everything, like, sort of okay. I'll never be the best of any of the instruments that I play, and I'm not the best vocalist out there, but I'm proud to just be, like, a multi Proud to be Zach, yeah. baby. What's up? <laughs> so, bass was kind of where I started. I actually Well, I started on that. keyboard, okay. and obviously, Isaac Slade from The Fray was, like, the, I just wanted to play like him. Playing, playing with, a like, a band, yeah. like, learning to play in, like, a, a group setting kind of mm-hmm. thing. First thing he had to pick up was bass. Okay, I so did not know that. Isaac Slade and Gavin DeGraw were my two main influences for keyboard. Plus, here's another one which I kind of forget about sometimes, but I can't forget this. I went and saw uh, Need to Breathe. So good. Uh, one year uh, with our, our friend Josh Brown. And thanks again, Josh, for taking me. But uh, Ben Rector was opening. Oh, I love ben Rector. And I didn't know who Ben Rector was, I love right? Ben Rector. <laughs> and so. That was such a good tour, by the way. Mm. I heard the songs, I'm like, this guy is fantastic, but he's playing this big, I'm sure it was a Nord, something inset into like a piano body, and his chord structures were so beefy, but also not super intricate, and I was like, this is how I want to, and it, 
we were in Ocean City at the time, and we hadn't recorded our second. Maybe well, we haven't even recorded our first yet. We were on our first EP or on our first full length, right? So our second record, maybe. We hadn't recorded that, and that that sort of mandated almost like how I wanted to play on the next one. So Ben Rector, big you know, big influence there, just out of one live show that I saw. I love Ben. So that was it. That's keyboard, <clears throat> bass. Keyboard. I figured out sort on my own. Acoustic. That was always just about not sounding like I suck at acoustic. You know, like there was never anyone like oh, I'm gonna play like them. I was just like, can I just please not sound like I'm terrible? The first time I ever wanted to mimic an acoustic tone. Or play like it was uh, um, Never Shout Never's Coffee and Cigarettes song. Mm. That did that little like single release. He plays this little parlor Martin and the the tone that he had coming out because he he would he would like claw hammer, but he'd strike with his fingernails. Oh yeah, for the like the down strums and it it just it's perfect. Guitar wise. Um yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just, I guess if, if you want to go there, like, I guess it was more of a sense of, like, just trying to hold my own because I've always been in a band with Nick, right? Right. And so I'm never going to be, I'm never going to be your style of guitar playing, which, you know, has ever evolving as it should be. But I'm just not, I'm not going to be that level. And I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. So it's always just been about, like, what can I do? To even backtrack, I almost want to play guitar the same way I want to play keyboard. Is like yeah. just kind of lay down stuff that encompasses a certain, you know, not overly structural, but here's the chords, mm. and what else can I add in between to kind of not ever make it about that. So I don't know, maybe that's it. Uh, but tone wise, I'm just trying to <laughs> trying to figure it out. You know, respect uh, <laughs> drums. Uh, I'm really bad at drums, and so please don't judge me. Oh, by I my, love this. I wasn't even expecting you to please, go. There, yeah, don't don't it. judge me by who I have emulated because uh, he's a, he's a great drummer. But the only drummer I ever actually listened to how they played drums was a drummer from Ocean City, Connor Brown, who is a great drummer. Um, and so for a, a long time, I, I played a lot like Connor. And Connor is a master of the drum fill. You know, he used a good, a really healthy dose of fills in every song. And so I was always trying to do that too. I don't have the chops to really back that up. Nah. And so it's taken a long time to kind of, I still catch myself doing, all, oh, that was something Connor would have for sure done. <laughs> but my identity is way more simplistic. And so it's really just basic drums for me. But It's like a Meg White kind of thing. Yeah, I always tried to play like Connor, though. So yeah, see, I, I don't, <clears throat> if I were to try to learn to play drums, or if you I should. were to try to play drums right now, I would just be trying to be, I'm trying to get to Meg, Meg White level. <laughs> Hey this, man, you gotta, you gotta, you know. I mean, she would lay it down somewhere. like the White Stripes. They've got some killer Dude, songs. Her energy too is just yeah. But like, I can't, I can't even do a Meg White beat. Like, let's be real. We'll get there. Only Meg White can. We'll I put can, that on. I can roll. rip your face off with a, a bass guitar or a, an electric guitar, that's and that's about it. And no, then that's great. It's no surprise you. You once I say this, it'll ruin it for everybody, and you'll never be able to unhear it. Right. Vocally, the <laughs> Paul's uh, the only I spent. Gosh, I spent um, ten years. I don't know, a long time. It couldn't have been ten. Well, yeah, I started singing really as soon as I heard the fray. Right, mm. I just I just kept trying to sound like Isaac Slade, and he's the only one that sounds like himself. And so, ever since then, it's been trying to find my actual own singing identity after having developed all these habits 
and even tips and tricks type things, you know, that Isaac did in, in all the phrase songs. And so it literally is just like, that's, you know, they say, that's how musicians work, they say, right? You spend 10 years kind of emulating your favorites, and then after that, you actually create your own identity. And so yeah. that was it. True. Just trying to sing like Isaac Slade and then realizing that that wasn't me. And uh, I still do that sometimes. Respect. That's it. I dig it. All right, Paul. <laughs> well, obviously, everybody already knows Aaron Gillespie. Yeah. Like just across the board, pretty much. I mean, more so on like drums and uh, and singing. Like, I mean, he's a great guitar player. I don't know if I like have tried to like take his style on that or anything, but I mean, his drumming is just it's so creative and so like authentic. Yeah. And like when you listen to interviews with him talk about drums, sometimes he's like, I just like kind of just play stuff, you know. Like he's so focused on what is like what's gonna make the song. You know, and like what feels right, and I think that's really great because you got like guys like that get super technical, and that's cool because it's like you've dedicated the time to really understand like drums as an instrument and the science and like music theory and like all that's really cool. But I think I find myself being more impressed by the guys who like know some of that. But you just, every time you hear them play or you watch them, it's just you can just tell they're in it, man. Mm. You know, so Aaron Gillespie, Aaron Gillespie's just been huge for that. And I mean, as a songwriter too, because. He uses like some weird guitar chords, and I mean, since I started playing yep. drums, and then like 15 years in, was like, I think I'm gonna try and play guitar. I do like some weird chords too, because that's what happens when drummers try to play guitar. But um, so obviously, him on drums. Listen, Joe you, Mustin's you been big on drums. You can't play too. a chord wrong and just call it a weird chord, man. Like I suppose <laughs> it's true. I suppose. Get that those drummer chops over there. Yeah, we like to play drums while we're playing guitar. <laughs> but, I mean, Joe Mustin, because he was the first drummer who, like, screamed and played drums, and I just thought that was super B.A. And he's, I mean, he's a great drummer, too. Like, uh, Blake Richardson, even though I'll never, it's funny, these are the three I said I'd want to hang out with oh, yeah. on that one podcast. But it's true, like, their playing has been so influential to me, and I'm like, man, these guys, just top-notch, top-notch. Uh, as, like, a vocalist, yeah, singing Aaron Gillespie, screaming, I really respect Joe Mustin. I don't think mm. I've kind of taken, tried to be like how he does it. But um, Dallas Taylor from the like original Under Oath and Alien and Sons of Disaster, first stuff I learned how to scream to. That guy just, ooh, man, he freaking had it. And newer stuff, well, I guess not newer, because Corey from Norma Jean is always, I've really loved, oh. his, loved his vocal style too. And then the dude from Architects, I can't remember his name, but... So I like the metal screaming genre, that kind of stuff. Guitar wise, it's so funny because like Robert Smith is like. Probably I love my Robert no, Smith. My number one. I was actually gonna guitar player. like add that, like when you got the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, uh, I lean heavily towards like a lot of the, uh, that tone, the darker side of '80s music. So like, yeah. Joy Division, even though they were like turn of '80s. Like late seventies into eighties, but like Joy yeah, Division, yeah. Echo and the Bunnymen, uh, yes. um, The Cure, Goth, yeah, Goth guitar, dark yeah. dark wave guitar where it's real jangly, it's covered in chorus, it's got a lot of drowned out sounds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first time I heard The Cure, I'm like, these guitar lines are just so because he's not Wild. like a shredder. No, but, but everything so he pretty. plays is so good. It's pretty. It like fits musically, but it still has this like unique edge to it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I want to be like this guy. And then I don't know their names because I've even though they're one of my favorite bands, I've never looked up their names. But the guys in Hippocampus is just like 
top I used to know their names because when I was doing sounds, when I was doing man. the stuff with Moniker guitars, it was right when Hippocampus was starting. Yeah, and they were they were on Moniker's oh, artist okay. roster I didn't as well. Know that. Yeah, just great tones, man, and just really cool lead lines. And obviously, they do a lot of the big like reverby, you know, kind of stuff, and all the swells. And it's just like it sounds so good. Mm. And I love it. And then, like, metal-wise, I don't know. I mean, there's so many metal guitar players I like, and I'm really not that great at, at like, the shredding and whatever. I just like big, heavy, nasty chugs. I think that's why I got really into Gent, like, Era and some of, those, some of those guys. I just I like those <laughs> big, nasty. And, like, I love how, like, the octave down pedal is becoming, like, staple in metal now. Like, it's almost annoying, but I just love it because it's so obnoxiously heavy. Like when you're in drop B, and then you're like, now we're in double drop B. Ha ha ha! Oh man, oof! <laughs> just it's just so freaking thick and in your face, man. Just I makes you want to go. Ooh! It's great. Yeah. I don't. I never get that urge, but I know yeah. you will. You will. <laughs> I'd say we played with a with an indie band. I don't even want to say what city it was in, but it was back in the Ocean City days, and we played with a band. And I think it was like a two or three piece because they didn't have a bass player. And I think that's why he did it. But their front man, lead singer, whatever you want to call him, played the whole set with like an octave drop on his guitar. Do you remember that? Was he like trying to sound like a bass pretty I much? I don't know. What I, city did we play in? I don't want to even say what city because I don't want to like – they weren't bad, but it was obnoxious the whole time. <laughs> I was just like, this is – also, I play – I not play. I don't play. You had a tracker? Maybe. To follow, like it was either playing the the bass note. I it sounded to me, but again, I I wear acoustic filters when other oh. bands are on stage. Oh, I think it was, was doubling everything an octave down. Yeah, interesting. But even through the filters, I was like, oh, 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 I don't know about this. And they, you know, they played a good set. Yeah, it was yeah. solid music. But I was just like, I I can't do this with. Well, the, there was that one that one show that we went and saw. The it was a drum set, like a like a jazz kit. Okay. Yeah, like a three or four piece kit mm -hmm. like n mm -hmm. nothing yeah. like literally like hi-hat ride snare kick and that's it dang um it was that he played a the the front man played a baritone ukulele and then there was a bass player hmm. yeah that's not the show i was thinking of but, but that was, was such a weird weird lineup but also like one of those things like they covered a um they covered blister in the sun yep by the violent femmes yep and that was with that. wild. Yeah, with, with that lineup, I would, yeah. Speaking of bands that we're playing alongside with, uh, we have a show. We yeah. have a show! <laughs> the show Not just uh, a show, yeah, yeah. the show we've been talking about since The show we've been talking about since our first podcast, really. Correct. Uh, we are playing Westside Bowl. Westside Bowl! <laughs> in Youngstown, Ohio. Wave Youngstown, Ohio! Jeez. Uh, it looks I'm like just really excited. So loud about Youngstown. Mine and, doesn't uh, even like not pierogi pizza. <laughs> I hope they have pierogi pizza still. Oh, sure I swear if they pizza. don't, I'm not playing. Just kidding. I'm <laughs> so we're there. making the drive, the long drive to Youngstown. I just want Everybody one of those. I want either a sticker or one of those shirts. It's bowling pins that look like the black flag logo. Yeah. Oh, I haven't looked at their merch, but that's dope. And so we are playing uh, mm. the 25th of February. 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 And that show is at February. <laughs> and if you are in Ohio or would be willing to travel to Ohio, <laughs> the heck was that? <laughs> what? I just decided to cut off the rest of the word. What was it? I don't. I can't. Oh, you can't oh, even. February. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, we're playing with a. Uh, gross. Uh, I'm in the south. I'm just trying to fit shut it. up. Uh, yeah. Very talented artist uh, Chase is her name. Chase. And uh, we had Matt Jackson, who's also very talented, and uh, he can't make the show after all. So we are looking for another band. And so that will be announced soon. Area. We're in contact with, yeah. with a few. If so. for any, if, yeah. like if randomly, you're if you listen podcast, to our podcast you, and you're in Youngstown and you want to play. Or you want to drive to Youngstown. <laughs> or do they have to be local? I don't know. I, it doesn't matter to me at this point. No, they got to be a little bit I'd local. like for them to be local, but I mean, let's just roll. Youngstown yeah. or the Lower Pennsylvania area. Yeah. <laughs> the Lower Pennsylvania Lower area. Lower PA, baby. Represent. We're, we are so close to Pennsylvania when we're there. It's well, true. You, you are, but what's funny is I've through this trying to, to book a band kind of last minute, I have been in contact with six local bands. And the way they talk about it is they would rather have someone from, like, Cleveland or somewhere mm. and not someone from Pennsylvania. It's almost like that state line is, like, legitimately the line like we don't get pa bands in here you know it's like we don't we don't associate with those pas i mean they haven't said that Man. i'm not i don't want to you know they've said yeah, yeah, defamate yeah. them in any way well, but defamate defamate also if anyone from you know hometown wants to just get in the car with me and come to the show that weekend you know got a couple yeah. of seats it's cool paul's gonna have to that'd be sad what i think i mean unless we all want to drive separately i think we'll be able to do us three uh K- oh, no. Kentuckians okay. in one, one bus. It's okay. No? Not in one bus. No, because nope. I'm staying the night. Me too. I mean, so am I. Where? I don't know. I thought with anyway. We'll talk okay. about it later. We'll talk about yeah. that later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe let, maybe let's not talk about exactly where we're staying. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, you know the one on thirty uh, fifth and then <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's going to be a great show. The Motel Six, it's right there. Shut up. No, no, I was Ru- just going to stay. I got my room number already. Now, now you already told them where I'm staying. No. <laughs> uh, what's the Hedberg bit? Can't tell you where I'm staying, but there are two trees involved. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> R.I.P. So that, that show is going to be good. It's gonna yeah, be good. I mean, I, I guarantee you it's going to be good. Yeah, maybe but we'll even go bowling. I don't know. I love that we played well, Flywheel, and we. I don't know if I have to issue. I don't have to. I almost want to issue a public apology because we contacted like a thousand venues trying to book a show for today. Not, oh yeah, not today in the time continuum where this podcast will be released, but literally today when we're recording the podcast, Correct. which is why we're in town together. Correct. But when we realized that this day was going to be available for us, it was like 20 days before the... Yeah. So I take full actually, responsibility yeah. because even though I knew I was going to Nashville this weekend with my friend Matt, shout out Matt Klein, what's up? Yeah. Great bro weekend. For some reason, when I took the time off, I was like, oh, I'll take Monday and Tuesday. And like Monday, I was like, well, I'll probably drive back home because we didn't get back from Nashville to here, Kentucky, till yesterday. So I was like, I'll probably be tired, whatever. Stay on it. But I have no idea why I took Tuesday off. That's I remember fun. there was a specific reason when I put in the time. And then a week later, when I checked to make sure I got it off, I was like, why did I take Tuesday off? You know what we should Still do? Still can't remember why. I don't. Did we talk about booking a show at one point or no? I don't. Not remember. until you had said you already had the days See, off. It's all my fault. Um, but you know what? But we, we actually we had a response from a venue. Here, actually, here in Louisville, I love this venue. It's Mag Magbar. Uh, they're amazing. They are such a great like they. They're a lot of Louisville venues have like this weird sort of gatekeeping going on where they're like you have to be Louisville and you have to be famous already. And like there are no famous Louisville bands except what like 
my morning jacket, right? My morning knocked jacket, um, knocked loose. Okay, so there's a few. Harlow. There's a few, but they're not like booking. They're not booking a random Louisville venue on a Friday night that often, right? Yeah, and so they're like, you have to be pretty famous, and you have to be from Louisville, and we're like, sort of from Louisville, and we're not famous. <laughs> are, but are Magbar isn't. You know, they're they're like, you got good music, you got a night, let's do it, let's make it happen, and that's what I love about Magbar. But <laughs> bless if they were like, hey, we can't really make something happen the month of. And I was like, I, I, I understand. But there's no way to convey over an email like, hey, we're just kind of checking to see if maybe the night's available. We know it's last minute because it, you just seem like a band that has no clue what they're doing when you're like, yeah. hey, uh, in like 15 days, could we maybe play a show there? Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. But, you know, we did, we booked a podcast. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. podcasting in the same room. I need more coffee. Guys, I keep... <laughs> This is, this is how long has this been? We, I love how we've literally... It's only been 46 minutes. Oh, that's not bad Yeah, we, we, we got... Like we've been talking hour. forever. I feel like... <laughs> I love it, though. You guys ever... F- no, this is maybe too much. No, oh, we'll talk about it. Do There's it! No, oh, nothing no. I literally feel like I'm growing like a four-inch nose hair out of my nose right now. <laughs> yeah! And so I keep kind of like doing the brush thing. Where I'm like, what's happening? And like... I get so, it, bro. anyway, just explaining that to people. But Why do you get over 30? piercings, so like... You were forgetting. You're like, oh my gosh. Um, I can see my eyebrow piercing sometimes, and I can see my nostril. Do any of your piercings ever get caught on anything? My eyebrow piercing gets caught on the towel sometimes Oof. when I'm showering, mm-hmm. or when I'm drying off from the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wear hoops and everything, so Hoop? like, no. Okay, respect. Um, no one but ever like comes up with the clip and it's just like, ha, gotcha! Nope, I would break teeth for that. Mm. Respect. Yeah, oh, man. I wasn't gonna. Do Why it. would you? No, I was just you know. I saw it on a movie once. I just wanted to know yeah, how you yeah, yeah. about it. No, I'll throw down on someone for that one. I kind of want to pay someone to do it just so I can see. Nick no, I wouldn't down. do that. <laughs> I wouldn't even pay for it. I don't want Nick uh, to get um, hurt. I just want to see Nick. But no, like uh, this drop. one. This one will like snag on like the towel or something. But it's never like super. It's never like painful because mm-hmm. like it's it's healed and stuff. So like it literally is just like if like if you pull on your eyebrow, that's what yeah, it feels I like. I don't want to do that. What about the? I towel? can't even get a finger Does under the my towel eyebrow. Survive or do you? I don't. The, uh, towel? the towel doesn't complain, so I, I guess the towel right. feels all right. Just checking. Is that I'll, my eyebrow? I get home. You should. I feel like I feel the eyebrows. Nick has mind. a talking towel. We'll get over that some other time. I'll ask about it later. What? Just, just intrigued by the construct of my eyebrows. But yeah, like yeah, the, the well, they do that when they pierce it. They feel to make sure that they're getting like there's there's like a little ridge that has to be pierced under or whatever. Yeah, that's whew. getting the septum done. They they like grab up in your nose. There's a little soft spot that's like the perfect spot for a septum piercing. Yeah, interesting. I don't. I mean, you never know. You never know when you're going to be like, yeah, I think I want that pierce, but I'm yeah. not into it right now for I myself. I hope you get there. I have. <laughs> that would be so crazy, wouldn't it? It'd be great. Stretched lobe, double lobe on this side, conch piercing, um, eyebrow, septum, nostril, and lip. I could see Zach low key with the little with the nose, nose ring. Little yeah, nose. I could Do see Zach remember, with the nose ring. Yeah, there was a time in like 2016 or so. Good year. When and this is not. I'm not making it a, a guy girl thing, but there were a lot of girls septums who just had their septum. But that was like the only thing that seemed, quote unquote, out of place. You know, like because the the trends then it wasn't like part of an ensemble look. It was really just like they're just wearing kind of what the tr- the they standard for that day was, and then they just had this 
a septum piercing. Well, so yeah. a septum it's piercing really popular. Uh, disappears when you don't want it anymore. Oh, that makes sense. Can't see the scar, bye bye. for one thing. Like, you can't see the scar at all. And even if you still have it, you can flip it up in there. Like, yeah. if I'm wearing a bell and not a hoop, I can hide it. It goes away. What if I was like, <laughs> that's what I was talking about, and I just flipped mine down. You're like, what the heck? Just right now. That's not going to happen. I hope, yeah. I if that, I hope your, that's Your brother is a tattoo artist, and I can't even get, get you to let me give you a tattoo. Nah. So, But not yet. if it happens... It will. And I almost hope Zach's it like, happens. If it happens, it I'm will. going to another shop. <laughs> I, uh, I can't even think. Anyway, no, I'm not even going there. Um, I would go to your shop and I would get a turkey riding a one wheel. Or was it I chicken? will contribute it was to the cost of that. If there I don't know if who it's the, the turkey riding a one wheel, there is no cost. I will do it I don't, for free. I'll buy him a Red Bull. One wheel sh- shared it on their story, right? Uh, I d- still desperately, I just I want a on one wheel so bad. Now. Huh? Okay. I said I'm on the monster. We'll get him now, a monster. The, the emo kid inside <laughs> me was like, ooh, look Respect. at that. And uh, I saw it on One Wheel's account. I don't remember who, ever who made the original artwork amps. for it. But it's just, it's such a, it's not even a low quality tattoo, but it, it's like just doodle drawing style almost. Just like not a lot of detail, simple colors. It's perfect. Yeah. We could do it. Turkey on a One Wheel. You can do it. We could do it. I have to get it like, you know, people are like, yeah, I got a one that only I know about on like my butt cheek or like way up here on my arm. So it like hardly ever shows. I don't know. I would want it. I would want it like loud right and proud, here. baby. <laughs> Respect. The bottom of your foot. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a turkey on a one wheel. Oh, man. An ankle tattoo of a turkey. <laughs> Dude, I have, I have doodle bob. I want to see who the, I want to see where they got the one wheel turkey. I'm sure it's on their account still. Yeah, my ankle tattoos, I have doodle bob, I have brass knuckles, which is actually a, uh, uh, a Frank Iero tattoo. Nice. Nice. It's from the, uh, where he says, your, vi- your, your violence feels like kisses to me. So I have a pair of brass knuckles with a banner that says XOXO. That's dope. And then Respect. I have hot cross buns. Yes, you do. That's right. Your straight edge gang tattoo. <laughs> HXB uh, hot cross buns. So great. I love it. It's a good X, though. It is. I don't know. Oh, I sent it to you guys, didn't I? Okay, maybe that'll be there. I have noodle. You know what? I had a dream last night that I got a throat tat. You had that dream? Yeah, I, I had mean, a my dream. my shop's like I, 15 minutes I don't, away. I don't even know what it was. I just like... The dream oh, was see, literally me that. showing it off. My throat no tat what is going to be a vampire bat. Okay. Big, big All right. wing spread bat. Its wings are going to go onto my, my traps. That's pretty dope, bro. That'll be Because I have sweet. the big owl. It's I'm going to have the bat owl. right above it. I, do I like don't want owl. to hurt my throat. Throat? Throat. Uh, they got it on the out. Well, actually, let me make sure. Yes. I believe this is a gentleman. doesn't matter, really. But I, they got it, like, right here. Right on the outside of their knee. Damn. Ow. <laughs> that would be a it. not good spot, yeah. Zach. Looks like they've got some other interesting. I have Haunter. Yeah. I even like it has some like lightning bolts coming out. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> okay. It's just That's it's, it's like pretty a dope, bro. Right on one wheel. I vote yes. I will do that right now. Got, I vote yes. It's got like speed marks where it's like moving, but... <laughs> It's also got like lightning bolts just shooting out. I vote yes. Yeah. No, nah, that's not good. <sighs> I'm still on the no tattoo train for right now. All right, uh, whatever. But we can, we can tat a no tattoo train. If I ever decided to, to not to like go for a tattoo, 
I think it would be for like an important reason, and therefore I don't know that the turkey on the one wheel would be the first. Supporting we can find a reason. Yeah, oh, you could find a reason. Huh? Just su- supporting your brother. Supporting your older brother. Could you tattoo one of those for me on an orange, or a peach, or whatever? Yes, it is but it will not last. <laughs> You actually, if you wanted to, you can go on to poundofflesh.com and order me a piece of fake skin. Oh, that's and I will, uh, I will tattoo that on there for you. Just to, wow. Then I'll hold it up to my leg and be like, yeah, I like that. You'll just no, like for real, you can order, like, like, they're basically like award plaques. Okay. So, like, the, some of them are shaped like shields, they're shaped like squares, circles, hearts, whatever. But it's, it's fake skin, so you can tattoo it and hang it up on the wall. Wow. But it's called Pound of Flesh because, like, their big thing is, like, you can order, like, body parts. You could order arms. You could order a throat. You could order a foot. Like, stuff to that would give you the real feel of tattooing. But Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's because here, okay. here's, here's, here's the thing. Like, not, not a lot of people think about You're drawing a straight line on a not straight surface. Yep. True. Yeah, I wouldn't. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I'll do it every day. Or day. Or day. I do this day, every though. every podcast, some point in the month before. I have a plan. I'm like, oh, we have to talk about that on the podcast. I'm blanking on everything. What's your favorite scary movie? That's mm. a tough question, actually. There's a lot Christine. of Christine. Your favorite scary movie? Christine. Do you guys know Christine? Nope. Nope. The Stephen King story? I don't, about know. The, I, mean, I don't know. The, He's got like 50,000 movies. Yeah. Bruh, it's called Christine. It's the only one called Christine. I'm still saying. It's about, it's He's about got like 50,000 movies. Mm. I literally bought a Stephen King movie pack and there's 20 some movies on it. It's about the, uh, the car that's possessed and causes the owner to go insane and it's got a mind of its own. It's oh, that one. That one. I heard yeah. about it. I never seen I it. I love that movie. I'm actually getting a Christine tattoo pretty soon. Connor's going to do it for me. All right, bro. All right. My favorite scary movie. Well, here's the thing. Christine, Ooh. Scream 1, I know exactly which the one whole is. Child's Play series. But, like, <laughs> my favorite scary movie because of the, like, psychology behind it, Christine. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scary movie is called P2. Have you guys seen this? P2? It's a Christmas movie. Oh, no. And it is about a woman who gets trapped in a parking structure on Christmas. What? And it is there's a psycho in there, and she's trying to hide from this guy, and he's trying to find her. It's that's cool. It starts out, and you're like, "This is gonna suck," and then you watch it, and you're like, "That was amazing." Okay, I need to watch this. Taylor now. showed ah, this to me, see, and I was okay. like, "This is." So when I had to go in quarantine, awesome. literally all I did was watch like cheesy horror movies yeah. and play my Switch because okay. like I didn't, I was asymptomatic, so I didn't, I wasn't feeling bad. So I'm literally just sitting there snacking, playing video games, and watching movies. Like, I kept the movies, like, marathoning all the time. Yeah. So I've watched so many. So, like, there's one called Ghoulies that is just stupid. Just Ooh. ridiculously stupid. The, the plot doesn't make any sense. There's two characters that show up just randomly. <laughs> it's like, these people are here for a minute. Yeah. Hmm. Ghoulies is ridiculous. And there's they, they apparently they had a big enough following. They made Ghoulies, Ghoulies 2, and Ghoulies 3. Ghoulies go to college. Wow. <laughs> yes. I love it. Think like knockoff gremlins that can't talk. Gremlins. Wow. Or can't communicate. They're just what? they're just like <laughs> what? what was the show? Oh, I think it was a <laughs> I think it was community where they have the um they're like Swedish gremlins or something. What? 
I have to. I have to look this up. Uh, yes, you do. Paul, what's your favorite, favorite scary, scary movie? Oh, dude, I don't know. There's so many. There's so many. I mean, I really like Rose Red. I'll be honest. I really. It's a good I, one. I watched it on TV, and then I rented it on VHS, and then I just bought the DVD, which is two DVDs, and it's. I just. I love it. What about classic horror movies? Like, classic? like let's let's talk like like '90s and back. Ooh. So like '80s horror flicks, like. Friday the 13th, A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Child's Play. But then you've got like the old like Universal monsters like Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Wolfman, Creature. Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. That's a good one. That kind of stuff. Mm. So like personally, like old, old horror movies, like monster movies, like the ones that people went to see in drive-ins and stuff. I love Frankenstein. Does Rosemary's Baby count as a horror movie? Or is that more of a psychological thriller? Uh. I would call it a scary. Well, like the question it was, what's your scary. favorite scary movie? I feel that one's kind of scary. So, like, I do like Rosemary's Baby. It was a very well done movie. I think my favorite scary movie would probably have to be The Brave Little Toaster. Super scary, <laughs> dude. Because I mean, he's got to be brave, movie, you know. That's or Fern Gully. Scary. When they're cutting down oh, the forest. Oh, Fern Gully. Oh man, that's such a good bringing movie. me back, bro. Anyways, Zach, bringing what, me back. What you, so on Community. There is an episode where they, I think even multiple episodes, where they reference the Portuguese gremlins. And I can't. This sounds racist. What? Joelho Alto Prejuzio Moral, something like that. Anyway, it stands for knee high hijinks. And it's a, supposed to be in 1984. Wait, is it real? No, there's no way. No, I don't think so. I think it's a. It's definitely fake. Here, here are the rules for the these gremlins, not gremlins. One, heat will make them evil. Two, salt will make them multiply. Three, they are attracted to love. Four, oh. they hate Christmas. Five, holy water makes them good. Six, rainbows make them more evil than the first time. <laughs> it's real. Is it really real? It's a real movie. And seven, only one thing can stop it. them, me. We have to watch this. We have to have a... It is. It the, I think it's real. Put it on the band movie night list. Oh, my goodness. Look at this crap. Okay. <laughs> that looks awesome. Oh. That's a t-shirt right there. Wait. Oh, is it but real? See, oh, so here's the thing. Like, I love I love scary movies and stuff. Like, Correct. I love the whole, like... Like, I love dramas and, like, comedies and yeah, yeah, yeah. romantic comedies and stuff. I like movies in general. Same. But when it comes to, like, scary movies, especially when it involves some sort of monster or something, like, someone has put vast amounts of thought into coming up with something that is so bizarre and so weird and not normal. You know what I mean? Like, there are people out there every day, like, meeting in coffee shops and going through, like, a whole romantic, like, journey together and stuff. Like, there's movies about that, or, like, there's people trying to graduate from high school and it's funny and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, that's real-life stuff. But, like, like Child's Play, for instance, how often does a doll get possessed by the spirit of a, a serial killer? Well, there were these things called Furbies. So, but yeah, but, but you know what I mean? Like, I know what you're saying. There's a little saying. more, like, it's like it's like a weird side of science I'm fiction. I'm Jackie. Let's play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Um but like uh my absolute favorite genre of film is kaiju. Uh Japanese horror or not horror, Japanese monster movies like Godzilla, Mothra, mm. Ghidra, that stuff. Okay. Love that stuff. King Kong. King Kong is that. The but like King Kong from old like old kaiju. The Jack Whatever. Black King. So like 
Cause, and I'll yeah, tell you okay. what, like, really just jazzes me up about that stuff. It was literally a dude in a rubber suit with, a like, a miniature model of a city. And they're like, hey, go stomp around on that for a minute. Correct. Yup. <laughs> yup. That, that, to me, I'm just like, how do you get that gig? Like, I, I want to do that. I think how, they, how like, for the time it looked so great. Like, now I feel like we can kind of watch some of those old movies and, like, you can kind of tell, you know, it's like it's obviously a set or this or that or, you know, the mm-hmm. sizing, whatever. But, dude, I watched the, like, original King Kong, like the black and white one from, like, the 30s or whatever, a bunch as a kid, which is probably why I'm messed up. But we had it on VHS. <laughs> and I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, this actually looks really real. And then I watched it when I was, like, 17, and I was like, this is so fake, but I still love this. Yeah. Now, Paul's a little messed up. Every time we're in a city and he sees a tall building, we have to stop him from climbing it. It's so. true. Yeah. yeah, and then I just go, it's great. I feel, I feel the same way about video games. Like, I was really big into video games my whole life, and we grew up with, you know, the PlayStation was the first big one that I yeah, was. Yeah, I remember being like, Tony Hawk's about Underground that. 2. I was so telling someone about looked that. looked so realistic and so cool, and then, like, no, not anymore. Yep. And then uh, American Wasteland. American Wasteland was the oh, big one. That's yeah. what I was talking about. I loved but, American Wasteland yep. so much. I I loved Harry Potter too growing up, and so when the Harry Potter games came out, we would get the new one up until even like Order of the Phoenix came out, and uh, <laughs> I remember getting one of them and being like, "This looks so realistic," and looking back now, it's like, no, that it's yeah, like the thing where didn't like even come close. the glasses aren't even like off their face; they're just, yeah, they're just like drawn onto, onto the, the contour. <laughs> what's I mean, that became a meme for a while, like a PlayStation One Hagrid, where his face is literally like a cone. Yes, <laughs> man. PlayStation 1, though, we had I think NHL 97, and I thought the graphics were so great. And then we I don't, we never sold our – I think we still have our PlayStation. I think my brother oh, has. Oh, man. Anyway, we plugged it in a few years ago, and I was like, all these graphics are just awful. But for yeah. the time, man, revolutionary. Bro, Top Kingdom notch. Hearts, though. That was pretty revolutionary as far as graphics go. Yes. I remember playing well, that one. Anything, like, anything so that real Square looking. Enix is involved with was just – Dude, the graphics in Twisted Metal, so great. That ice cream truck, man, it looked, looked real, bro. The, uh, what's the Shut one? up. Are you talking about that Juice World album? <laughs> no. I would. I tried to find it's one the for the computer. Artwork. I know, I know. And I couldn't find one that worked, and I don't have means to get the game any other way because like, I don't think they even make it. But Mega Man Legends. Oh, that Man. game was so Mega good. Man Legends. Mega I don't know if I already talked about that on the podcast, but Mega Legit. Man Legends was oh, Nintendo. You're yeah. well, the Cap- Switch is so Cap- popular Cap- right now. Put Mega Man Battle Network and Ooh, Mega Man Battle Legends Network. on there. Yeah, Nintendo. And I'm not talking about the skin for Battle Network for Mega Man and Smash Bros. I'm talking about like the games. The and Duck Hunt. I never liked. I mean, they have Mega Man, right? They have Mega Man, X, Mega Man X, something, right? Mega Man Eleven. Those are so hard. I'm just not that good of a gamer. They're so side I'm, scroller, yeah. like th- those are cool. But like they revamped. So think about this: you played Battle Network. It's the same format as the old Pokemon games. Right. You have this like eight bit like move around city, and you're doing basically the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Imagine just like Let's Go Pikachu, where it's the old game but a new format. Can you imagine Battle Network in that new format? I mean, that we killed hours and hours and hours. On Battle Network. On Battle Network. That would be such a good yeah. game. And then Mega Man That's Legends. Whoop. I, you know they made a sequel to that? Yeah. That's nuts. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. Mega Man Legends was crazy, forever, dude. It was like uh, early generation. Well, like 
not early generation is in like Mega Man where it's all the side scroller and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like, you were this bionic. Almost like they saved you, mm-hmm. like you were put, like you were gonna die, and they put you into Mega Man kind of thing. And you had to like help this town and like mine these ancient mechs out of the ground, and then you were finding pieces and like building parts for yourself, and it was so good. Dang, oh, so good. Good times. Anyway, good times. <laughs> Nostalgia. Yeah. So like we play music and video games. <laughs> I'm working through uh, Legend of Zelda right now. I am playing... They've got a few on the Switch mm-hmm. right now. So I play Animal Crossings just like all the time. Because it's like a constant build your world game. Uh, I'm playing Let's Go Pikachu. I'm playing the first Little Nightmares. Because I want to play the second one. Um, and I'm playing Dragon Ball... Or I'm sorry, not Dragon Ball. That's the one that I'm going to play next. But I'm playing Jump Force. Hmm. Have you played Jump Force? Mm-mm. Jump Force, the premise of it, Frieza has attacked Earth. Okay. But Earth like we know it, not Earth like in Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. And all of the heavy-hitting anime fighters are now on this giant army. So, like, you can play as Luffy from One Piece. You can play as Goku. You can play as Piccolo. You can play as Ichigo from Bleach. Like, all the different anime characters are all in this fighting game. What about Master Roshi? Yes. You can play as him. You can play as Yugi. Wow. It's all stuff like that. It's it's wild. Interesting. I love that play game. as Master Splinter. Ooh. That's not anime. But it's not it. anime? We can make it anime. I mean, I it's American, I guess, so that's not That's not anime. Ninja Turtles animation. is not anime. We could make it anime though. I don't think you could. Animatronics like at Chuck E. Cheese. Big old master splinter. If we're doing that, I want to play as Chucky. Mm, respect. Which Chucky? Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck Charles e. Cheese. Entertainment Cheese. Charles Entertainment Cheese. I want. I want to. I want to try to. Cheese, man. I want to fight. Cheese. I want to fight. Fight Frieza as a pizza eating mouse. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> Charles. I saw this Charles meme. Speaking times. of speaking of pizza, I saw this meme the other day, and I really want to try it, but I also don't want to mess with somebody while they're at work. But it was just so funny. Guy goes to deliver pizza, knocks on the door, got hot food for you, blah blah blah. Pulls the pizza out. The guy says thanks, opens the box, takes the pizza, and <laughs> walks away. Sometimes those pizzas are hot. Leaves the guy with the, just the box, but he's carrying the pizza away. That's how we do it in Detroit, bro. <laughs> I felt uh, I felt kind of dumb. They, I, I ordered pizza one night, and I opted for uh, Papa John's. Respect. It's good stuff. Domino's. I like Domino's. Uh, Taylor prefers Papa John's. So. Actually, honestly, it, to prefer, they just don't deliver. But my preference of like cheap pizza, not like good pizza. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's good, but not like just very affordable pizza. Yeah, affordable yeah. pizza is Little Caesars. I Dude, love. I love me hot and uh, ready. We should have hot and readies for. We can get four of them for you know like for nothing. We should. Yeah, we should one. go hit up Little Caesars. Do we get some crazy bread? So some uh, bread? I ordered some Papa oh. John's. And I had never done this before, typically, because mm-hmm. I was fine earlier on. Like, we don't order pizza that much. Typically, I'll go pick it up. Okay. Um, so, I had them do the contactless door delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize this. When they do that, they put an empty box, or at least this delivery person did, an empty box underneath so that they don't rest your pizza boxes on directly the on the ground. Yep. Brilliant. It's, 
it's an obvious explanation. You get an extra box. But that was my thing. I saw that I had an extra box, and I was like, oh, I, I think I might. And as I'm saying that, like, really loud, I realized why there was an extra box. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, I think I, I, okay, thank you. <laughs> this it was, is in my order. I was literally about to be, like, just the most obnoxious. I didn't order three things. What I only is, ordered what two things. Zach's, you know, like, like, Zach's just standing at his door going, what's in the box? <laughs> what's, what's in, in the this box? Or? Uh, classic movie. Okay, but what did you do with the empty box? I just threw it out. I, I don't know what? what. What am I supposed to do with an empty pizza? Wow. You had a you had a wow. brand new empty clean pizza box. You could have pranked so many people. There was no pizza grease on that box whatsoever. Like when in your life have you had the opportunity to you hold one? You could have put those? it on the wall. You could have done so much. You could have called your artist brother and let me do something with it. We could have taken one of my old drum heads, all signed it, put it in the pizza box, sold it for millions in 10 years when we're super famous. You could have pretended to be a pizza delivery man. You could have cut uh, the hole out in the back and walked up to someone, and when they opened it, bam, your face. You could have taken that pizza box, drawn something inside of it, put a hole through it, made this paper arrow, put a brad in it, and then you got your own homemade spinner inside a pizza box. Bam! Game night You could have played (laughs) pop-punk frisbee and just thrown the dang thing. I want to say... Nick and I would have caught it. I've only heard one good idea from the two of you. Don't leave me hanging, Paul. And it wasn't either... It wasn't any one individual idea. They just all added up to accumulatively. You could have saved that pizza box. Instead, you threw it away. You could have used it for pizza later on. Listen, Zach, with great power comes great responsibility, and you just... You didn't showcase either. Soiled it. (laughs) Pepperoni. It is so Pepperoni. (laughs) But anyway, what was the idea? What was the idea? You said our ideas built up to one. All of them. One. Oh, just all of them oh, collectively okay. only added up to one good idea. Oh, okay. All right. So all <laughs> it was of them. like, okay, all right. Each idea was like one eighth of a good idea. We were, get, we were yeah, getting Yeah, you were there. getting How many did we list? I don't remember. I, I only know. saw the movie once, but genius. the 2000, 2014. Listeners, whatever um, it was. Send us direct messages, send us Facebook comments, whatever. Ideas that Zach could have <laughs> yeah. used that pizza box for. And then between now oh, and the next brilliant. podcast, we're going to read through them, and we're, we're going to pick the best one. We're, we're definitely going to post that as our promo. You guys telling me all the things I could have done Correct. with this pizza box. <laughs> we yeah. did it! We want to hear from you, listeners. Uh, did you guys ever watch the the newer, quote-unquote, live action? It. <laughs> it's really not that easy, but I have done it in a church parking lot one time. <laughs> For like twenty minutes, it was so great. What were you asking? The, the newer <laughs> live action Ninja Turtles guys throwing a pizza box in a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm getting distracted by that. I hate my hometown. What were, were you, you don't understand, that? Mom and Dad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I can't afford frisbee. I got your picture. I'm coming with you. <laughs> this is for my khaki shorts. <laughs> Good times. Uh, I can't even. Can't even. Sorry, what now? What were you saying? The <laughs> 2014. Where's this movie? pizza box? The, the new, the new Ninja Turtles, right? The new pepperoni. The one with um, who was that? Jonathan Lipnicki. No. Oh, it wasn't. Wasn't that like what, only who like was on? Can that? you imagine Jonathan Lipnicki in a Ninja Turtles movie? That'd I thought be that was like more recent. It, it was he pretty now? recent, but not. I heard it was terrible. I saw it before I had met my wife, so it couldn't have been like... Okay. It's 2014. Trying to phrase it. Dang, it's I Trying to frame it, rather. 14 or 15. Somewhere in there. But That's at wild. that time, I was also teaching uh, 
a couple piano lessons to some younger kids. Okay. And I had one one kid that made that joke like every lesson. I guess in that movie, I can't remember. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I only saw it once. Yeah, Mikey, was that? But yeah, he you? like farts or something. He goes, "Was that you?" He's like, "Pepperoni." <laughs> and that kid, he didn't fart in the lesson, but he would make the reference to that. Yeah. Every lesson, crack me up. That's good. What You're not you allowed kidding? to talk about farts on a podcast. They edit that part out. Are you really? No, you can talk about farts. That'd be nuts. That I mean, there's probably a lot of stuff you can't talk about. Nah. We should do a podcast. Here we go. Was we, it the animated TMNT? No, it was. It wasn't animated, but they did release an animated one. It yeah, was, the animated one was in two thousand seven. I mean, it was animated, but it it was supposed to take place in the real world. Chris Evans was in that one. Yeah, bro. No. Anyway, anyway. so we do a podcast. Sorry, featuring all of the things you can't talk about on a podcast, and it's just like an hour and a half of silent. But then we release it as an exclusive <laughs> NFT bundle. Oh, and then we're rich. Because we can't release it. What are we? They're going to take it down. And then we Listen, can retire. I am a professional artist. The NFT crap is super insulting. That's how I feel about it. I have a lot of thoughts, none of which I want to get into, but I agree with you. We'll save it uh, for the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about 2014. it 2014. Yep. Oh, I was spot on. I didn't even... I was just yeah. going to guess. I can't believe it's that old already. Yeah, we should watch it to, like today, right now. We have time. We could throw that on the movie. It's 4 list. o'clock right now. Wait, we're supposed to watch... Uh, what was it when lot. we were all... The Country, country Bears. Bears. Yeah, the Country Bears. Portuguese uh, Gremlins. Hold up, wait, wait no. the, the, the I best, have a list. The best time I've had with... Well, we've I had a lot of good times. Right now, actually. I think the best time together was definitely in the Michigan wilderness. But... Um, I mean, no doubt. Fred? One of the best... Don't, don't knock me over. One of the best times I've had was at Thanksgiving with you guys, where you literally quoted the majority of... Uh, Oh, it wasn't Master Desk. I was I was remembering wrong, so I guess it wasn't my favorite time. But uh, quoting the majority of uh, Tropic Thunder to me. <laughs> I love Tropic Thunder. You literally that's on the list too. You literally quoted like half the movie. Bro, I love that movie, and I haven't watched it in like three years, and I still know like all. But of we it. did quote quite a bit of Master of Disguise too. So okay, so here's the list. This is what I have written down anyway: Master of Disguise, Country Bears, Muppet Treasure Island, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> The Swedish Gremlins, Ninja Turtles from 2014. Real. I really don't think that's real. <laughs> and was there something else we had mentioned? No. Okay. Probably Kung Pao, but I oh yeah, we could probably do no, without Kung watching Kung Pao. Pao. I love Kung Pao. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Chosen one. <laughs> Product placement, Taco Bell. <laughs> I I really wish we, we could are get both ventriloquist, ventriloquist, ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could. <laughs> I wish we could get some advertisements on this podcast, not because We'd I want to. I want to like annoy people with endorsements and stuff, but I would love to do ad reads as a band, dude. For real, I think they would be really good. I will just say, like, I haven't listened to Bad Christian in a little bit, but they do really good ads. Yeah, and they rotate between like who does them, and I think it's really great. You know what my favorite podcast ad reading is is on Lead Singer Syndrome with Shane Told. Oh yeah, where he uh, ad reads about Miller High Life. I don't know if I've heard that. It's one. It's hilarious. I'm gonna have to check. It's that super out. convincing. Yeah, yeah, because you, you guys know that I enjoy a beer, but I legit was like. I'm going to try Miller High Life. Because <laughs> so Shane I, makes it sound Yeah, good. I bought a six-pack of Miller High Life, and I was like, Shane, are you okay? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's okay, but, like, I'm not going to, like, if I'm buying beer for my collection, that's like a beer that I would get at a venue. 
Yeah, because... Or, like, like at a restaurant, because it's what they have. Yeah, not like, but like ooh, this is the best. Yeah, not at home when I'm, like, like trying to kick back with something that tastes good at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like... Well, there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, F off, Miller. <laughs> yeah, F Gosh. off, Miller. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Do you have to bleep that? F off? I don't think so. No, we'll be all right. I don't think you have to bleep just the letter sound. I don't think you have to bleep out. Anyway. I'm not the authority on that. Pretty, we're pretty clean. We've only had to bleep out a few things. Yeah. Mother. No. Today? <laughs> he thought I was going to do it. I was like, what time? What's the time stamp? What's the time stamp? <laughs> uh, sorry. We, anyway. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, feels this good. Is, I think this podcast is getting to that point. I think it's we did good. Point. I think we did good. I'm proud of us. What's up next? We got our show. We have a show. And oh, can I brag about solo stuff? I have a new song coming out. Actually, yeah, that's, that's fine. It's already out because if this comes out a week from today, it'll be yeah. out. It's out. Yeah. It'll be out. Okay. So it's out now. You can go listen to my new single everywhere. What band is that by? My Landing. Okay. New single called You Know. It's out everywhere. Oh, yeah. Go listen to it. You Know. Go check out You Know yeah. by My Landing. Go check it out. Yeah. Go yeah, check I, it out. I remember yeah. hearing that one. Super cool. sick album yeah. cover. Yeah. 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 Hey, Nick, do the album cover. Is it bad that I forgot we already did that? Like, I was like, did I do? Did I, what's the album cover? He's like did we talk about that yet? Thing, like, now I, I hope remember. I now I love it because yeah. you're doing that other one for me that we mm-hmm. have to finish talking about. Wow. Yes. Anyway, yeah. All right. Well. Good to know I've not been on that group chat. <laughs> well, it's sorry. not a group chat. It's just me and It's just Paul a regular talking. chat. There's only two people. There's just a regular <laughs> it's chat. It's normal, bro. Yeah. You're not excluded. Oh, nice. That looks great. Yeah. It's very It's very deep. He did a good job. I, I will say I, I love my landing stuff. It it feels like you, you Paul. That. I mean, I really do. Like I, It feels like you. I don't have much. It's good. Uh, there's never been a time where I'm like, oh. I wish you would, you know, like there's never, and sometimes you have friends who are like, check out my track. And you're like, yep. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. Um, but you did send us uh, the link to Frozen Lake, which I thought was super cool. But I was like, I have to be upfront with you. I've never in my entire life been on a frozen lake. And the whole track starts out with something along the lines of like, picture this, you're on a frozen lake. And I'm like. <laughs> All right, don't I'll, know what that's like. I'll use my imagination. See, Paul's talking the about these northerners, though. <laughs> Everyone else is like, "Oh yeah, uh, frozen lake." I, I've oh, been yeah, there before. Oh yeah, I was out there yesterday, uh, slapping the puck around, and uh, got a little cold. And, yeah, uh, there, I don't think there's a lake in Kentucky that gets even cold enough to like walk. Well, on see, the to ice. that point, because I'm sure there's you know lots of people that have watched that video. Uh, like, I can't relate, but it's the cool. one and only you time just that have to I've go walked find on a frozen lake was in Chicago. I stepped, Chicago. I stepped onto Lake Duh, Michigan Bears. and got in trouble. Uh oh, yeah, that's because well, maritime law out there on Lake Michigan. Shoot, they got angry. Who I was there? It. Huh? Like Coast Guard or something? No, <laughs> it was like Park Police or whatever. Oh, okay. They're on the the like lakefront. Like you can you can literally like I've, there's a picture of it on on social media or whatever where I'm. Standing there, like, on the concrete, like, it's literally, like, a step down about a foot and a half, maybe two feet high. But, like, you step down onto the ice. And I did that, and, like, the guys patrolling were like, hey! Oh, man. Yeah. Lame. That's why you don't go to Chicago. But anyway. And I was like, the, the ice held me. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Well, I was there. I mean, I guess they were concerned for your safety, because what are you going to do out there? Just threw on a real thick southern accent. They were like... They were like Makes sense. Hey, we don't want to have to rescue you. <laughs> so can counters, you? Eh? 
What if everyone in Chicago? Oh, oh, I'm sorry about that, but I'm just much... seeing what it was like. You know, we don't got ice like that down there. <laughs> It'd be a much less intimidating city. Uh, I love it. Anyway, so yeah, check out my landing always. And uh, I think it's about time Paul's we released landing. something else. Yeah, Paul's Landing. <laughs> I should really make an album called that. <laughs> Paul's Landing by My Landing. People are like, wait, isn't that? Your Landing. Go Your check landing out Michigan by my landing. landing. No, dude, I'll make an album and we all landing. the track titles will be stuff we like landing. that. We Landing. <laughs> me we Landed. I thought it was Me Landing the first time I saw it. I really did. I know. I just decided to break the rules of English because it's overrated. And yep. I don't need constructs like that in my life. Can I say, the first time, so Ocean City released uh, Ocean uh, City. technically a single, right? Because it was three songs, which the cap for an EP is four. You have oh. to do four songs for it to be an EP. But we always yeah. considered it an EP. We called it a sampler, really. But it was called Red Dress, and it was just recorded like half in Nick's house. And half in a dorm room, like it was. It was Wait, pretty how decent. How many songs were on it? Just one. Three. 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 Okay. And so what did uh, you call it? Red dress. Red dress. Just that. Just no. Yeah, it was just red dress album. single, but it you was know three the, songs. The, the red heart with a line through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the red dress EP was literally that same red circle, but mm-hmm. with a the like a girl. Mm. It's like a good a logo. dress, and that was a good song too, yeah. by the way. Thank you. Uh, but I played it for my friend Minjay and this older guy. I. St- I don't even want to get into this. We we would like go to dinner with this random older dude in Oklahoma. And, like pick his brain. I yeah, he kind of was like the, he was like Minjay's mentor or something. And so this guy named Mr. Watson. Shout out to Mr. Watson. If Mr. You're Watson. Uh, he it sounds creepy if you say it wrong, but like he was just a cool dude. We just go hang out with him, and so Minjay had already been like playing tennis with him and stuff, and he was like, "Hey, can my friend Zach come?" So. I had just come out with the EP, or I had just finished maybe even the mixing. It wasn't out yet, and played it for this guy, Watson. And he was like, he liked it, but then there was, I forget what song. I think maybe Greetings from Tokyo, but he was like, yeah, I feel like you should have changed up the rhythm there. And I was like, I was still kind of, I was like, that's not how it goes, though. You know, like, he was like, you know, there's rules, break the rules. (laughs) Mm. But I, excuse me, I always think about that. I would not have changed that song because I liked it the way it was, but I always think about him and he's like, break the rules. Huh? And then we changed it. I don't No, I mean, we changed the song overall, but we didn't change the the rhythm that he was talking about. We didn't change that. Mm. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, you want to see a cool tapping part? Oh, so good. Oh, I can't believe it. We like, granted, if you go back to Ocean City stuff, I think we did some amazing stuff we should be proud of. You really did. But... You guys should have made it, but I'm we were just because I wouldn't be here. So. We were just some guys hanging out in a storage unit and then just blowing our own minds every now and then. We'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing we've ever played ever. And then we'd make it into a song and then play it at a bar. Hex, yeah. <laughs> Hex, yeah. Or to uh, the Bellarmine student body. There you oh, go. That was ridiculous. There you go. That was kind of fun, though. I still jam. It was bizarre, but very fun. You guys had some great tunes. Hmm. Anyway, I've had a thirty. I've had a Trenta cold brew, and I'm still yawning. We'll we'll hit the we'll hit the caffeine again. (laughs) Whoop the whoop! I gotta run run to the shop. We will. uh, We should release something soon. Yes, there's a song we've been supposed to. We've been what we have been supposed. Age of consent. We should have recorded it already. Is what I'm saying. We started the track. Paul recorded the drums. Paul, and I haven't. uh, Yes. Yes. Maybe. 
but I have we yes. haven't done anything else on it. So it's I, we need to do that. I'm super proud of those drones. And then Gremlins. I don't think it'll do that on the. <laughs> you ever like? <laughs> I don't even know what this sounds like. Gremlins. Gremlins. Uh, but yeah, I'm thinking we should do. Yeah. I'm looking at our past release schedule. I'm like. We're about in that time frame where Shock we should me. work on something new, you know? Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. We're a little behind. Make a cover. We'll get there. We're behind. We make music when we want to make music. Well, let's do a cover. Maybe not when we said we were going to make music. Okay, yeah, that's more so what yeah. I was getting at. But yeah, we'll be yeah. all right. Paul's like, okay, I recorded these drum Ooh. parts in 2019. I don't know what you guys want. <laughs> it's cover of Michael Jackson's uh, song. I think it was 2021. I think actually. you got to like... I think it's actually been almost a year, but it's okay. If you... If but you, like, we can re-record them if you want. Nope, I'm really proud of them. If you if you wanted to record a Michael Jackson song, I no, think I don't want to record it. I just want to play it. Oh, we could play it for sure. But if you want to record it, that would be sick. I think you have to do that thing where you. We can cover that. It's like leave a hundred thousand dollars in a yep. blank unmarked mailbox, and then someone will come collect it, and then they'll get in contact with you. Like I don't think you can just do it and then be like, "Can I have the rights to this song?" <laughs> I don't Maybe know. you can. I don't know. Did it. Although, yeah, Alien Ant Farm did it. Like. Kind of notoriously did it. So, yeah. Okay, maybe. That's why not us? Song. All right. I so look for I'll cover a new order song. I'll do Age of That'd Consent. Age of Consent would be great. So look for the a cover of the entire Thriller album coming in twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. Go check it. So 22. this is the OK Podcast. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, this is it's our new studio. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, we balling. <laughs> Tax return. Check we out bought this place. We are the OK.com. Just kidding. And we didn't get tax returns yet. Follow at We Are The OK. And that's it. Yeah. Buy merch. Come see us in Youngstown.